Well, let's focus on the story of the day and revisit our lead story. Now, as you're aware, uh, Surrey City Council in an in-camera meeting voted to revert back to the RCMP. Uh, Mayor Brenda Locke uh, didn't set a timeline for the transition uh, in regards to how long it'll take to go back to the RCMP and return and for it to return to the full strength. But that'll be the issue of the moment as Solicitor General uh, Mike Farnworth will now decide uh, and his uh, but the public servants along with him will have to decide how um, can the RCMP actually ramp up? Can they uh, do so without poaching officers from other jurisdictions here in British Columbia? Uh, that is going to be the core issue uh, in regards to Surrey transitioning to the RCMP. It can't just be this vote. Uh, the minister and his public servant staff have to be convinced that if there is a transition to the RCMP, the RCMP can do so without jeopardizing uh, an impact impacting law enforcement in this province. That means not poaching from smaller uh, detachments around British Columbia or other detachments uh, here uh, in the Lower Mainland. Well, joining me now to talk about this issue is Brian Edwards. He's the Assistant Commissioner and Officer in Charge of the Surrey RCMP. Mr. Edwards, thank you for joining us today. Pleasure is mine. Thank you for having me, Chas. First of all, your reaction to the announcement by Surrey Council, or Surrey Mayor, uh, Brenda Locke, that they uh, wish to remain with the RCMP? I think that uh, from a business perspective, I think the RCMP has provided adequate, uh, uh, effective, and strong policing over the last 70 years. Uh, we have a strong business model in place. It has shown a reduction in crime uh, for the last 11 years. So I am uh, pleased with the decision. Uh, one of the issues, the main issue uh, that the minister has gone back to, the Solicitor General, Minister of, uh, of Public Safety as well, Mike Farnworth, has said that he needs to see this report, the corporate report that Surrey put together. But more importantly, he needs to see a plan in regards to how the RCMP can ramp up uh, with the proper amount of resources to police Surrey, one, and two, to make sure uh, that Surrey isn't hindering or, or hurting other municipalities uh, and smaller communities by taking RCMP offices away from them. How can you ramp up uh, uh, Surrey RCMP uh, to an adequate force in regards to numbers without actually taking members away from other communities? Yeah, that's uh, no doubt that is the minister's responsibility, and uh, we recognize that. So we have a uh, multifaceted plan in place, Jazz. And you have to remember the original submission was made over six months ago to the province. So there's three main things that, uh, that we have done. So the first thing is our uh, experienced police officer program, and that's where officers from other agencies come to the RCMP. I just can't tell you how transformational our collective agreement has uh, has been. Uh, before the collective agreement was in place, we really in this division didn't have any other municipal officers that wanted to come into the RCMP as I did over 20 years ago. Uh, we are now on target for 140 officers in this division alone uh, by uh, April of next year to come aboard. And that is just exceptional. So that's but, a but, major boost to our staff. But does that so, not still go back to the fact that you're taking away resources or personnel from other agencies to move into Surrey? Does that not still cause difficulty for those various agencies because they have positions to fill them? I think what you're seeing, and this is what this has been happening on a large scale for many, many years, 
And the RCMP were suffering from that from a long time. And in fact, by standing up the SPS is what exacerbated those pro uh, problems. And it was just during that period before the collective agreement jazz, when in fact we lost those numbers of members. So we have uh, rectified that. That's a matter of collective agreement. That's a matter of uh, job satisfaction, the number of roles that you can play. So it put us competitive in the market with other police agencies when we were not before the collective agreement. So that is in place. Also, we have changed the uh, cadet intake program. Before, when you entered the RCMP, you were going in and you were prepared to serve anywhere in Canada. We thought that wasn't working. It was the main impediment to getting people in the door, Jazz. We've changed that as of January of this year. If you join from BC and you want to, you're coming home. We're finding that 86% of our applicants are choosing to come back to BC. So that's having a tremendous impact and downstream it will. Thirdly, the SPS officers themselves, we have not actively solicited those officers. We have not out of respect for the process and where it's at. Notwithstanding that, we have 12 in the experienced police officer uh, program. We have already hired some of them into the RCMP and we have expressions of interest from over 80. So I think with those three streams uh, and again, the uh, structural changes that come with the collective agreement, uh, we can meet the test that the minister uh, wants to uh, see met, and uh, he can uh, review that. Of course, his staff have to. That is a City of Surrey report, not an RCMP report, but we contributed on the staffing components of that. Now, recently uh, on this show, just a few days ago, uh, I was able to get access to a Surrey Police Union uh, document signed by their president, Rick Stewart, uh, who basically said that um, that they re respectfully decline any request to participate in individualized human resource planning to support an alternate policing model with the RCMP, that if the city does decide to go with the RCMP, um, uh, the Surrey Police Union members uh, would promptly uh, want to be relieved of their duties and provided with severance payments. What they're saying is the vast majority of them don't wish to join the RCMP. Does that not... Uh, hinder your ability to ramp up if, if the SP, SPS union is saying their vast majority, the vast, vast majority members don't want to be RCMP officers? I'm not going to uh, get into a debate with the Surrey Police Union. In my previous answer, I provided the stats that we know, that we see, and people in the process. I think what is complicated, Jazz, and has to be respected, and is that choice of employment, where you work, for whom you work, for what is best for your family is not a group decision, it's an individual decision. And when I see that 140 uh, uh, EPOs are coming into the RCMP in this division alone, and unfortunately, I didn't get to say there's 600 active EPO applications across the country for the RCMP, I think those individual decisions, it is showing that for individuals, the uh, scope of work, the scope of duties, the variety are making uh, RCMP a very, very competitive employer. How long will this process take for you to ramp up to uh, hit a viable number of seven or 800 officers uh, for the city? Well, uh, I have uh, 544 operational. We have 176 uh, SPS. So again, we are confident that a large number of those folks will come over. I will start intaking cadets. I have an intake uh, intake in cadets from uh, uh, depot. 
for approximately two years. So I would think we have a viable plan in a reasonable period of time. Uh, I can't give you the specifics on that right now. It's in the report. That's going to be uh, uh, up to the province to disclose to the minister. I don't want to interfere in any way with the minister's decision-making, Jazz, but again, I remain confident that we could do this. Brian, thank you so much for your time today. really appreciate it. Thank you, Jazz.